Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Monday Morning Movies with myself and my co-host, Brett. Brett, how are you? I'm doing pretty good today, Dwayne. You know, it's, it's been a while. We were on a good streak for a while with these shows, and then again, we, as we normally do, we fell off for a little bit, so I'm happy to actually be back and doing it once again. It was great because the streak was going good because for a while I was working at noon on Mondays, and then I was like, okay, I can do a morning show with Brett and then head to work, but lately I've been doing the morning shift, and last week I had it off, but then you were like studying and all that stuff, so it's just, it's it, it's it's rough out here on these streets um but how you doing brett it's been a while like you said how's everything going um, i'm doing pretty good actually you know it's uh life is still life i guess you know busy at home and busy with work and busy with school but the important thing is you know you find time for yourself and spend time with your loved ones and, and do what you enjoy right so that's just you know sitting back watching movies shows getting out and uh, seeing the world and stuff what we can see of it now with all this shit still going on but you know it's a uh, I've been pretty good. How about yourself? Oh, everything's all right. It's been the same pretty much for me. Um, you know, just doing uh, just doing regular stuff here and there and whatnot. It's nice to get back talking to you again on these Monday mornings. Um, so, um, yeah, so today, everyone, uh, we are just going to go through our mailbox uh, for the Cinemania World mailbox, we if you wanted to text us, uh, the text number is always 617-506-3409. So that's today's episode. Today's episode is just questions that we couldn't get to on past shows. Basically talking about all the recent kind of news, you know, stuff going on and all that um, and whatnot. So first thing I wanted to get into was this question here. Um, and I'll ask it right now. This person here says... What do you guys think about the model that WandaVision has been releasing? I personally like to binge because of spoilers, but I am noticing that I am enjoying the weekly format because of theories. What do you guys think? Uh, before we get into that question, I actually want to get, I feel like I, I don't have like your thoughts on WandaVision. I feel like you don't <laughs> talk about it. You kind of, um, you're, 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 um, I, I, I'd call you a smart tweeter. When I if, mm. when I'm like feeling something, I just I have to like just rant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and I'm sure you know that for all your years knowing me. When it comes to the show, course, when it comes to my social media, I just I have to get it out. You, I I couldn't I wouldn't know any of how you're feeling besides like a couple of quote tweets on like things right. you're excited for, but not really much so reactions. So I have been dying to hear your overall reactions on Wandavision. Let's hear it. I got you cornered yeah, now. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you got me trapped. Um, yeah, with WandaVision, I'm pretty particular because a lot of the times I'm late to the party. Uh, I watch it with my brother and my girlfriend, so I normally have to wait till like the latter half of Friday. We usually watch it around 7 or 8 p.m. on Friday. So it's like, almost, it's like over 12 hours since it premiered and there's spoilers everywhere. So pretty much... Every single Friday, it's just straight social media shutdown for me until I get to watch the episode. So that's pretty much why you don't hear much on the first day. And then after that, I like to be mindful of other people that haven't seen it. Because some people, right, they might not be able to see it till Sunday or Monday or whenever they just get a chance or you know, get around to watching it. So that's usually why I'm pretty safe with my tweets especially around things like that like newer stuff Mm -hmm. but for the most part i'm actually really really enjoying the show obviously like everyone else early on i was 
more mixed on the first couple of episodes. I was still enjoying it, but I was like, okay, like, you know, it's some mystery elements here, but I, it kind of seems like they're just kind of having fun and trying something different. And then, of course, things really kicked off after episode three and onward. So I found the last episode seven to be kind of slow. It was actually, I think, one of the weaker episodes uh, by far of the show. I didn't really love it. I'm not a lover of Modern Family, so I didn't really care for that was like what they focused on for their like 2000s, 2010s. You know, that was the sitcom they chose to kind of base the majority of the episode off of. And I just found it was a lot of it. The first half especially was super, super slow and a whole lot of like nothing really. I guess you can kind of see that it's like, you could say something like the fabric of Wanda's mind is starting to pull apart and that's why everything's shifting or things like that. But then, you know, obviously the big reveal at the end with Agatha, that wasn't a big reveal. We all knew that neighbor Agnes, there was something weird going on there. There was way too much focus. She was going to be a secret villain, if not the main villain of the show. So I wasn't really surprised when it happened. It wasn't all that shocking. And in fact, honestly, I found that the music number was a bit tacky in my mind. I didn't really love it all that much. But overall, it was still a, a fine episode. And I'm excited for what's to come. And overall, I, I really do love what the MCU is doing with this series. I, I like how it's something incredibly different from anything we've gotten before. It's something that actually requires you to think, which is not something we normally do with the MCU. Aside from theorizing, most of it's pretty cut and dry, right? You have your storylines, you have your characters, right. you follow along this MCU journey. But this is the first show in and thing with the MCU that actually requires you to like theorizing is a part of the storyline. You know, it's not just something fans do for fun. You have to theorize because people in the show themselves are theorizing because they don't even know what's going on. So I really do love the approach they took to this Mm -hmm. and it gives me a lot of hope for the other MCU shows going forward. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. Yeah. So I, um, so as you know from my how I am, I love the show. I think the show's fantastic. Um, I love everything. I so I'm actually noticing a lot more people saying that they thought episode seven was slow. And I've and I've mm-hmm. like I've watched it a couple times now, and maybe because my mind is so wrapped up the overall story that I didn't really feel that it was slow. I the only parts of the season that I felt were slow um were the early ones but that's just kind of because they're setting up a lot of what's going on and you can't really introduce those uh those sword you know the sword members right in the first episode you kind of have to get that build up so i think as far as this question here uh the binge model probably would have worked for at least the first three episodes i think they released the first two um, but they didn't release the first, like, I think that at least the first three episodes is the one you would want to binge, uh, because I, like I said earlier, when those was episodes were coming out, I was like, I think this is going to, this is going to turn a lot of people off. And it did as far, we don't know numbers yeah. and stuff like that, but it did turn people off as far as going on social media or even like friends that I know. Even just ratings wise. Yeah. Ratings. On the yeah. first couple of episodes on IMDb, it was down to like the high sixes, low sevens. Now I think it's up towards an eight, if I'm being honest. I'll yeah. check that real quick. And, but and it was I am, at first. And I think that's because of, you know, the you have to... I liked the idea of this because, okay, when, any, when everyone thinks MCU, they automatically, you think you, you've gotten 23 movies of the same thing, uh, whether mm. it's like a more, as far as TV series go... 
it's the more action heavy villains already established and there and stuff. But this is their first time doing TV as far as Disney MCU goes, not like Netflix and the, and the, you know, the free form shows and the ABCs and all that stuff that were supposed to be canon, but then they're not now really. But like, this is their first time doing the Disney for like Feige's format of television and mm-hmm. I think people were so used to one thing that when they got to this new thing where it's like no action and this like there's barely any action at all in the whole series. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, action like you know, action sequences. You, with these superheroes, we're so used to seeing action set pieces and sequences and hand to hand combat and stuff. And I think you are gonna get that with the upcoming MCU shows like uh Falcon and Winter Soldier and a Hot yeah. Guy and all that stuff. But I think this was Wanda, the character of Scarlet Witch, is the perfect character to try this new kind of mystery kind of take on her story. And it's so creepy and Twilight Zone-ish. And I was like hooked from jump from the jump. Although I did think the first couple episodes were slow. And then when you get into the more MCU kind of format with the sword agents and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. So I am... Um, I going back to this question where it says, what do you think of the format? I think the weekly format was the best way to go because when you're binging a TV series, someone is a lot of people that I noticed that are saying, Oh, the um, spoilers is it that you, you know, you would, you would limit spoilers that way. And I'm like, how? Because someone I have had in plenty of, instances where there's a 13 episode show and i'm hearing spoilers about the show the next day i'm like how the Mm -hmm. fuck did you just sit through 13 hours of one (laughs) show and then i'm already hitting spoilers so if there's like a big reveal coming say magneto appears at the last episode you think that wouldn't get out on like social media the next day or like sunday or whatever or even like a even like during the episode because Mm -hmm. people are crazy with spoilers and i have tried like my absolute best to be as as like bleak as far as like my reactions to the show and whatnot even like stills i have not posted still of agnes in the witch form at all. I have not posted that. I've seen people post it and whatnot. I like immediately and people are crazy with spoilers. So I think to avoid that is like you stay off social media, like you say, until you watch. And unless you're going to watch on Monday or something, then you have to just accept that there's going to be spoilers. And I just hate the people who spoil like as they're watching or like right Mm -hmm. after the episode's done it's so easy to do a reaction i know you want to talk about it with everyone but you got to be very mindful you know or at least put up a warning there's so many people friends and mutuals who just talk about the show as soon as it's done at 3 a.m you know yeah and what's the time frame for you when this show comes up at night Uh, it's just an hour after you guys so it's 4 a.m 4 a.m can you imagine like you know what i'm saying i'm sure you're not especially with school and work you're not about to like be up until 4 a.m lucky for me i i can do that because i don't start work until noon so Mm -hmm. you know i watch it then i get some sleep or whatever but it's um yeah it's it's really 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 tough but i think with like the amount of uh theories and people talk about it talk about the episode for an entire week you see all these videos about the episode for an entire week until the next one comes out and you can't do that with a binge format you know so mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on 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 that like binge versus weekly when it comes to wandavision 
I honestly agree with pretty much everything you just said. Like, I myself am not much of a binger unless it's, like, mm. older shows. Like, for instance, right now, me and my girlfriend are binging our way through Lost. So, you know, every day we'll sit down and watch two or three episodes, and that's fine because the show premiered in, like, the mid-2000s. So that's not a big deal. But I think with newer shows, I honestly don't like to binge because, well, two reasons. Obviously, the biggest reason, like you said, is spoilers. Some people sit down wait for the premiere, stay up all night watching all episodes, we'll use Stranger Things as an example, and then before I even get to watch the first episode the next, like, morning or afternoon, there's spoilers for the season finale everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's a pain in the ass, I hate it. And I feel like a lot of people, just like it's kind of like a side rant, have forgotten that this is the way TV shows are and have always been. Like, look at Game of Thrones, for instance, like, arguably the biggest television series of all time, do people forget that that only ended like a year ago and that was a weekly release? Yeah. Like, it's weird to me that people have forgotten how to just watch a TV show. But regardless, it's a mixture of that. And I don't like, I'm trying to figure out how to kind of word this, but I just don't like, I don't know if it's like the culture or, uh, I, don't know, I just don't like what binging kind of does to people. Like, I don't like the idea of feeling like I have to sit down and waste everybody else and gobble down episode after episode or I'm going to get spoilers, or, you know, everyone else is going to have seen it before I get to finish it and want to talk about it, and I can't join in on those podcasts or those conversations. So I, I hate the culture surrounding binge-watching, you know what I mean? You're just Actually you're cramming it down your throat. I yeah, agree. you know what I mean? It's just, I think it's unhealthy to almost coerce people into sitting down and watching endless hours in one sitting, or they are going to get shit ruined for them. Like, I can't... Like, Stranger Things, yeah, they're only, like, eight episodes or whatever, so me and my girlfriend will, will get it down within a week, but at the same time, if I don't get it down within the first day or two, I can't, you know, it's going to get spoiled on me, or I just can't go on social media for an entire week, and as someone who, you know, does podcasts and does YouTube and stuff like that, I have to be fairly active on social media, so I just, I, yeah, I don't like the whole culture surrounding binge-watching, I just don't like that people have to overstuff themselves in a short compact period of time or it's ruined yeah and i 100 percent agree because i actually get questions there was like some people not questions maybe like messages about um oh where's your review for this show and i'm like bro i'm not watching it in a day like haunting of hill house my review came out of it after like the week it came out because what am i rushing to watch these shows for and like I like to save your, you know what I mean? Also, listen, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, I have a life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't just sit and like, I, I honestly cannot just sit and just do one thing for eight or nine hours. And it, it, it's back when, when I was complaining about runtimes for movies, like, mm -hmm. bro, no, just because I don't want to watch a three hour and a half movie doesn't mean that I don't like movies. It's because, bro, I'm not trying to sit for three and a half hour and watch <laughs> one thing exactly. like i like i can do stuff around the house i can cook i can clean i can play video games i can take a walk you know hang out with my girlfriend like something you know like this is crazy so as far as binging a show like when, when stranger things came out i'll watch an episode okay watching maybe maybe like two episodes in one sitting and then i'll mm -hmm. go do something and then Pretty later on yeah later on i'll throw another episode the next day maybe it's one or two whatever you know like stranger things because of my hype level for season three i did finish it if it came out friday i finished it by that sunday fine yeah this whole this whole like one sit my mom gets on me all the time because um 
she'd be like, oh, you know, like when I went back, like way back a couple of years ago when the when the binge thing got got popular, she was someone who was like, oh, I can't wait for you. I can't watch shows with you because you take too long to finish them. I'm like, how? In what sense? <laughs> my mom, my 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 mother bin- loves binging. And, and, and then it's so weird to me because I'm like, how do you remember half the stuff that goes on in the season? So I ask her and she's binging a show and whatnot. And it's like, she's on episode seven out of like 13. I'm like, okay, so what happened? Yeah, fuck. She just exactly. blank. Goes by in a blur. <laughs> yeah, because blends together. Right with these shows, and I know some people like Meg. I know some people who who have like binged Wandavision. Like now, like you know, now all the episodes are up. Some people have like waited and binged it, mm-hmm. and I think it's an easier show to binge through because it's only like a thirty minute kind of stuff, and I think that's easy. But um. I think it still flows well when you binge in that format, but the 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 craze of like binging television as a society, we really got like spoiled when it comes to that, and people getting angry that this you have to wait a week. I'm like, did we forget how TV works or something? And exactly. um, it's just really really strange. So uh, I don't I don't know, and I don't see. I think the only reason why people complain about the runtime is because there's like surprises in this show and there's theor- and there's theories that everyone wants to confirm. People didn't complain too much about Mandalorian being the weekly, you know, or the boys or something like that, because there's not much of that going on in those those shows are great, but there's not much of like theories and who's that, who's the surprise here and who's the mystery, you know? So I think that's what's coming what it's what it's come down to as far as that. So Definitely. I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Would you uh would you think about the reveal and stuff? For Agatha? Yeah. I just I, I, I feel like everyone saw it coming and that's why it really wasn't that big of a deal. I found that the reveal of like Evan Peters being back was much crazier than the whole Agatha Harkness thing. And then again, like I said earlier, I found the uh the little music number to be just super tacky. Like I was just cringing the whole way through it. I know that the style of the show is very much like that, but I felt that one was just a little bit extra. Like I enjoy the sitcom aspect of it that they're trying to get like, you know, various aspects of certain sitcoms, the more popular ones through each decade. But this just like came out of nowhere for me. And I was like, okay, what am I sitting through right now? But I mean, you know, I'm excited to see what the villain is actually capable of. And I love Catherine Hahn in the role. I think she's great. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. But the reveal, you know, we all knew it was coming. So it really wasn't that shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, do you have any like I cuz I never talked to you about this kind of stuff too. Do you have any like um theories on how it's going to end or any other reveals like that? Uh, I really don't. I mean, I'm hopeful anyway. Like obviously there's there's a difference between theories and just sort of like desires and hopes. <laughs> I really yeah. do want Evan Peters to be the X-Men version. Mm-hmm. I really hope that the big reveal or the big character that we get to see is like James McAvoy rolling up in the wheelchair or Michael Fassbender popping on the scene. Because, yeah. you know, he was Evan Peters' father in those X-Men movies. Like I know the X-Men movies are not everyone's favorite. They definitely don't have the best track record and they certainly do did not end at their peak they ended at the very bottom of a hill after falling down it very heavily the past couple of movies but the idea what i kind of see is if spider-man 3 is going with the multiverse and getting all these different spider-men and dr strange is called the multiverse of madness i don't see why we can't integrate all other universes because obviously we're doing the sony raimi verse 
we're doing the Sony Garfield verse. Wouldn't it make sense to also have the X-Men universe be included? Like, it, it makes sense to me that they could really say that it's like the comics in that these are just the different universes from the different comic series where they could say these are the different universes for the different Marvel characters. So in that sense, anything that Marvel has produced over the past few decades can technically be considered canon. So like that to me would be exciting that we end in because it is supposed to lead directly into multiverse of madness. It would be cool if they were like, yeah, some of the characters from those X-Men movies are going to be coming over because the multiverse is now open and this is what's happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I just, I know (laughs) there's either two things that I want to happen. Okay. Um, Cause I think if he doesn't use the X Men, quite frankly, I won't be like upset. As long yeah. as like it's Ryan Reynolds, you know, Logan's not coming back. Like Wolverine, it's we know that, yeah, yeah. But like the only person that I wanted reserved and and kept and brought back in the Marvel kind of stuff was honestly Deadpool because right. Dark Phoenix and those last X Men movies really left like a weird taste in my mouth about <laughs> those characters. Yeah, and all I saw in Dark Phoenix was a bunch of people phoning it in, and I know maybe like oh we're in the MCU now we get to like uh do other things but i i kind of feel like a lot of those act from like interviews a lot of those actors kind of had like a what's the word they had like a like oh man what is the resentment on the mcu you know okay if you go to like storm the the actress who plays storm and then and then um you know uh jean gray herself always forget her last name so it was sophie turner right um she she they all like come off as that as if like they don't they're not fans of what the MCU's done, probably because yeah. they're like super successful. They knew the stuff. end was near. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So honestly, I feel like if if I feel like, first of all, uh the Fox deal was done in like 2017-ish. And take, so yeah. I think Evan knew about this for a long if you go back to his past interviews and stuff like this, I think he knew about this for a long time, at least since at least since like 2018, when they were okay. deciding what they wanted to do with uh after <laughs> Endgame, you know, because you have to realize they, right. they they filmed those movies and then they move on to the next thing. So I think he knew about his role in WandaVision that way like at least like three years ago. Um, and, and I just feel like we would have heard about other characters being in the mix. They did say like it didn't leak as far as, uh, as far as, you know, the surprise cameo that's coming up, you know, as far as that. But if I'm Feige, this is tough because if I'm Feige, I watched him for so long, not acknowledge a lot of the stuff that he didn't do. So mm. even if even if they were canon MCU stuff, the Netflix heroes, the uh, the TV heroes like the Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, and Agents of Shield, all of that was supposed to be quote unquote canon to mm. the MCU. And I've never to this day we've never heard him even speak about those characters he spoke about mutants and stuff back back when he back at at comic-con but he never said like the fox's mutants or like the uh, the x-men he just said mutants so i feel like he's making his own 
You know, I feel like he's I making, think that's what's gonna happen yeah, too. I think he's making his own. And as far as multiverse goes, he'll probably bring in a couple. Like I think this is how Deadpool gets introduced, right? Yeah. I just don't see him using like a Nightcrawler or a Cyclops or a Storm from that from those universes, unless it's like a Halle Berry and stuff. I just don't see him doing that because I feel like it's not his creation. As far as like Spider Man three. I think most of that feels like a Sony call, I but think so too. you know, but I just don't know. I just don't know because Doctor Strange is called Dump Multiverse of Madness. I, 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 I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. But if he's not the X Men one, I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a bolder move to make him a complete like he's just fucking around with Wanda this whole time, and he's like mm-hmm. whoever. Now the new theory is that he's uh, he's the son of Agatha, and I would absolutely hate that <laughs> because <laughs> I just want him to be like Mephisto so bad. But I, yeah. I just don't see it. I just don't see him being it after like thinking about the episode after all this time. So I just don't know what to expect. But um, we'll see. Um, okay. Let's get into some other questions before we go soon. Um, okay, this person here, this person actually has still questions about WandaVision. Go figure. <laughs> that's the biggest thing, WandaVision. <laughs> that's that's what everyone's talking about anyway. Right, go figure. We have, uh, if WandaVision is this insane, imagine how Loki and Doctor Strange 2 is going to be. Yeah, I'm excited for Loki. I, I honestly, I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier and like the other stuff, but I'm not really because I like the new I like this what they're doing with this show it feels so different for what they've done I feel like I know what I'm gonna get when it comes to the Falcon and Winter Soldier it's just from the trailer too that's like the only one who was like not I was like okay the trailer is good it's just it's MCU bullshit still and it's like I love the MCU but I'm also I also want something new with the MCU and I see that in Loki and I see that in like this WandaVision show Falcon and Winter Soldier the bantering back and forth this action it's the same stuff that, that you've seen so I'm excited but I'm not excited but the new weird stuff like Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man 3 give me all of that you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Although I'm so excited for Falcon the Winter Soldier because I think there are. I, I do obviously love the MCU movies to begin with, and I right. like the dynamic that Bucky and Sam have, and I, I'm interested to see how the mantle of Captain America gets brought forward. But aside from that, I agree with you. That was one I was really excited for, and then after we got all of the trailers at the Disney Investor Day call and such, I was like, okay, it just yeah, it kind of just looks like generic MCU stuff. It looks like the Winter Soldier. It looks like mm-hmm. Civil War. It looks like you know, it looks like everything we've already seen, which isn't always a bad thing, right? Even if it's just a run of the mill like MCU stuff, to me. I personally don't think the MCU has done any wrong. Like, I don't think there's a single bad movie. There might be a couple that are, like, mediocre, but I don't think there's anything that's bad. So I'm still looking forward to that, but I am, I'm fully agreeing with you. Loki was a show that I really did not have a lot of interest in, and then I saw the trailer and I was like, well, shit, they proved me wrong. And I am that, like, shot right up to, like, my top ten most anticipated from the MCU coming out. So, I, you know, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is my most anticipated MCU project within the next two or three years. So, you know, I'm I'm completely down for that. I agree with you. All the weird stuff, the multiverse stuff, the time traveling, and all the different dimensions. Yeah, give me all that. Especially especially movies like um especially is like even I'm excited for like Quantumania, Ant Man, you know, mm-hmm. Ant Man three. Yeah. Like I'm excited for all that like weird shit. Door Love and Thunder looks equally weird too. Like the title and whatnot. I just the generic Winter Soldier Civil War 
uh, that's Iron Man E, like with with the Armor Wars, all that stuff. I feel like I know what I'm getting. I'm even excited for Miss Marvel because she's she's such a weird character, and then even She Hulk is not like the norm kind of character. And I feel like Charlie Cox is gonna be in there, but it's just everyone else. I'm just like I like these characters and I love them, but like I've seen all of this, and let's let's change it up a little bit, you know? So like everyone was freaking out about the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. And I was like, it's good, <laughs> but you know, it ends with the with the with the usual Marvel joke that every all these trailers end with with the you know about it's it's fine, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, this person here says, "How do you think the hype has been around HBO Max ever since the streaming deal?" Hmm. Uh, uh, it's hard to say. Look, I'm not. I don't have HBO Max. Obviously, I'm I'm out of the loop with that. Being Canadian and stuff, joy oh joy. I don't have HBO Max. But uh, I mean, obviously, I think we both share pretty similar thoughts on the the deal and the theater experience and things like that. But I do think that a lot of people that just you know general audience people have definitely jumped on HBO Max for that purpose. Hey, can you repeat what you said? Sorry, somebody just came in. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, it went like silence, and I was like, <laughs> okay, what? Um, but yeah, so what I was saying was just that, like, you know, being Canadian and all, I don't have access to HBO Max, oh, right, and I feel right. like, yeah, I feel like me and you, though, are on the same page with our thoughts on the deal and the whole theater experience and how important it is to preserve that and such. That being said, though, I feel like many, if not the majority of general audiences that have access to HBO Max got it for that specific reason yeah um as far as hype goes i will say like with the big movies it's kind of there i just feel like something is missing with the app does that make any sense you know like yeah i don't it get does. it i don't get what it is because something is not pushing me to click on it every time i turn on my uh my like you know my my tv that has all you know i have a smart tv and it has all the apps as soon as you open it right all the ones that i mm-hmm. downloaded of course and have accounts in and it's the netflix's hulu prime video youtube whatever you know what i mean like eight apple tv plus and disney plus and then hbo max something is not guiding me to click on hbo max and i don't know what it is i click on it and then I browse, but nothing is like, I don't know, because they have a bunch of movies, a bunch of series, a bunch of stuff like on television now that I do want to watch. Like I want to get into Snowpiercer and like that show with Dakota Fanning. Uh, I forget, I forget the name, but like she has a show on because they have the TNT shows on there now too. And I oh, want, right, this, okay. yeah, yeah, I think it's called the something. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to kill me. Let me just find this title real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, So. I don't know what it is about HBO Max, but something is not, something is just not clicking. And I don't know, yeah. and I don't know why it that is, but I, I see on Twitter, people calling it their favorite service and this, that, and the third, the alienness is what I want to get into. That's on HBO Max now too. And something is not letting me watch anything. I don't know what it is. I just really can't explain. I don't know. It's not connecting. And then, my my mother uses my uses all my accounts. Go figure, you know. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you using? And she's always like Hulu or Netflix or, you know, she recently just got into Apple TV Plus. There's some good shows on there. And I rarely ever hear her talk about HBO Max unless it's like a quick movie, like a Wonder Woman or something, you know? So I don't know, really know what it is. And as far as the, the release thing that they've been doing, I see the trailers all around, all over for it. But I feel like people still don't know about HBO Max and still don't want to subscribe or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm probably talking in circles. I just, I just feel <laughs> like the hype. I don't hear it a lot as much as I thought it was gonna be. When you remember the day when they announced this big thing, like yeah. as far as the uh, the streaming, that I don't feel it. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that hype around it anymore with these release with these releases. And of course, we have the big ones coming out, like the Mortal Kombat trailer just came out. We have uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which did amazing numbers on YouTube and whatnot. But these like smaller movies, and I said this: the smaller movies are gonna take a dive. These smaller movies, like uh, the little things, or like Judas and the Black Messiah, or like you know when these other ones come up, I don't feel a lot of traction around those movies that much. And, mm-hmm. you know, I Netflix had I care a lot over the weekend and I've seen a bunch of that online, but I've, I've rarely ever seen besides critic reactions and reviews to Judas and the Black Messiah and other movies, you know. So right. um, I don't know, just something that I've noticed with that app. But I I like I think the app is good. They got to they got to get that 4K thing. What's going on? Netflix, all the other ones <laughs> have it like I got a 4K TV. Let's let's do this, you know. Um. But yeah, it's just very, it's just very interesting going off of, going off of like that kind of logic and seeing what's going on there. So um, I yeah. guess we'll see when the bigger movies come around. Are you excited for Mortal Kombat? Looks great. I am very excited for Mortal Kombat. It's pretty much like obviously I still don't think it's this. It's you know it's not going to be this uh the savior of video game movies and this big budget hit and stuff like that. But it is pretty much exactly what I wanted. It's just fun r-rated goriness and i think the costume design and the castings were all perfect like scorpion looks like scorpion sub-zero looks like sub-zero Jax looks like Jax. Mm-hmm. there's a the costume design is immaculate i feel like a lot of the casting choices are really good obviously some of it like some of the dialogue and things like that and in goro looked horrible but some of the dialogue and stuff is still you know it's appropriately cheesy and you know kind of schlocky and a bit goofy but it's Mortal Kombat, so I, I kind of expected that. But I mean, as long as the action sequences are well choreographed, not really cheaply edited, and gory as hell, then it's a win in my books. You know what I? You know what I don't like about these these uh these comp these you know video games turned into movies. Um, because I actually just redownloaded Mortal Kombat Eleven to play it again mm-hmm. on like the new on my new on my new TV and all that stuff, right. and just you know do all the new updates they added the ps5 and all that and right. the, you, you played that right if you played that game oh yeah okay you know the story right and all that and all that the story mode and whatnot you did you, did you do that too yeah yeah it's pretty much all i play in the mortal kombat game same, honestly same. i'm, I'm, I'm very like casual. online yeah I'm, very, I'm the same i'm very very casual when it comes to that story a couple of you know play with friends or whoever yeah like a you you know what i'm saying exactly yeah yeah okay the story starts out and they're in this like mythological area with like just fantasy and you know what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm going with yeah. this? 
Why do we have to put these movies in the real world so much? I know. Like, Sonic, like Sonic's world is so fucking cool. Why is this taking place in, like, Seattle? You know? Like, why do we do this? Tomb Raider, I get it. You know, the new Tomb Raider games is more like... But even, like, the fantasy elements of that game is, like, taken away. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that they that really, like, stuck with the fantasy and how the games were was probably Warcraft. It wasn't a great movie, but, like, Warcraft. But, like... Stuck to its guns, though. Why do these movies, like, the cartoon movies, why do they have to be put in, like, New York? Tom and Jerry is taking place in, like, New York or something? Why? You know, like, that... that format is so boring to me and that's why like you know the sonic movie is fine but like i'm like bro i'm so tired of this like take the take the thing the the world that they build in that first couple of scenes was so cool bumblebee was great but i was so fucking excited when they start off on like the fucking planet you know what i mean like that stuff is cool why are we shying away from that so much and like mortal kombat looks good but why are we shying away from like where they're from and like the what's the planet they're on on like mortal kombat isn't it called something the nether uh, realm yeah, what the fuck are they doing in like what the fuck are they doing in like oregon get them in the fucking <laughs> nether realm or something this is dope stuff and you have human characters in the mortal kombat games but 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 they go into the nether realm like Sonya Blade and all them stuff that they, they're going yeah. in. I would much rather a story of of human ca- human characters going in those areas than them coming out. I'm watching Sub Zero and Scorpion fight in a warehouse. Yeah. No, get them in some exactly. like flames and a volcano or something. That that's <laughs> the stuff. I don't know. Beats me. Maybe it's just me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's a weird, it's a weird complaint. You know, I know H- Hannah gets on me on the live show all the time about why are your complaints so weird? And I don't fucking know. I'm not, <laughs> it, it's who I am, you know? Just particular. Even, okay. All. Okay. Last thing. This is, this is completely niche. I'm probably the only one who's going to say, but Avengers Endgame, the last big battle of the universe of this series is on like a lot. There, it's just, it's just blown up. It, yo, how cool would that it would it be if that at that battle, the end battle at the end, was on like Titan again or like somewhere else? That's why I like Infinity War so much because they're fighting in Wakanda and they're fighting in like Titan. You know that's awesome yeah. to me. But like, well, pretty to look at. I'm so tired of like America being in these. <laughs> <laughs> Just America all the time. I'm so tired of like the states being you know the battles being in like the states and stuff. And I'm like, listen, the airport battle was great in Civil War. But they're fighting in an airport? Put them in, yeah. I don't know, somewhere else. This is this set design is so weird to me when it comes to these characters that are so outlandish and so mm-hmm. ridiculous and whatnot. And I just, I like these, that's, listen, I, I, I just like these characters are, have, they have locations where most of their stories are set. You know, like a Asgard yeah. is cool to fight. You know, like all these locations are super dope as far as where they're fighting and it's always i feel like new york or like oregon yeah. <laughs> or, or or california or san francisco or stuff like that you know what i mean always. so especially the mortal kombat characters get them in the fucking nether realm again this is ridiculous but all right <laughs> everyone that is all we got today for today's show of monday morning movies really appreciate you guys all for listening thank you as always brett i want to thank you uh, once again for joining me today on your busy schedule why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you 
Of course, yeah. Like I said earlier, so happy to be back. Hopefully we get another string of these shows going for a few weeks because, you know, this is always the best time of the week whenever we get it going. But, um, but yeah, as, as per usual, you can always find me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All that is at BamTubeTV. Yes, yes. And as always, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Brett. We'll talk to you guys.